0: Ilya Legatenko is the biggest rock star in Russia. He is the lead singer and principal songwriter of the band Mummy Troll. He is also five-time Man of the Year in Russia GQ. He's been on the cover of Glamour. He is uh, the founder of Vladivostok Rocks, a new music festival in Vladivostok, Russia. He is an actor. He also speaks fluent Mandarin, has a doctorate in economics. And he's just a wonderful guy who is also trying to save the Siberian Tigers. So let's start the conversation. Hello and welcome. Uh, my name is Bill Cody. I am the producer of the Chris Kirkwood podcast. This is Chris Kirkwood. Say hello.
1: Hello, Bill. And we have... Uh, a, an my name is here. Ilya. <laughs> Ilya, my Ilya My name is Ilya. Ilya. It's easier to
0: pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Ilya is... Uh, one of the biggest uh, music stars in Russia. We're very and, fortunate, and very
2: fortunate today. Eastern to Europe and all over the place. Ilya Lagutenko, welcome to the Chris Kirkwood Podcast, and thanks a lot for coming in and doing this with thank us. You, Chris, thank you, Chris. We appreciate you, Bill, it. Yeah. From we are Vl- rolling now. We're, rolling, <laughs> we're now. rolling This is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: you were, go, go ahead, but I was going to say he's from Vladivostok.
1: Yeah, which people, when they think about Russia, they think, oh, Moscow, St. Petersburg, and Vladivostok is other side of uh, of, uh, of Russia, of the planet, whatever, it's on the Pacific coast of Russia, so it's 10 hours flight from Moscow, and only wow. one, one hour drive from China, wow. <laughs> and one hour flight from Tokyo, so just... You know, to, to see the could, difference. You <laughs> could see Sarah
2: Palin's house from your house. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, so these, yeah, yeah. It, keep it, keep it, you it know, contemporary. We're, we're going straight to that politics. <laughs> yeah. And know, let's yeah. point out that Ilya is the lead singer, the, the leader of Mummy Troll. Yeah, yeah, the band called Mummy Troll. Which is a, a huge, huge band. I don't know, you know uh, if a lot of people are familiar with it in America. I'm sure some people are. But it's a blown-out huge thing in, in Russia. Yeah, and uh, for last ten years,
1: people uh, had problem with what a troll is, but with uh, technology development, now we always, we, we all know about, you know, internet trolls and stuff. So. Internet trolls. <laughs> well, trolls here!
2: Trolls here are a thing. You know, trolls. we grew up with trolls. In in America, definitely trolls. They're like a thing. Uh, there's the troll. There's the, the 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 goats in the troll. You know that. The little Billy Goat Gruff in the troll. Billy Goat Gruff, in exactly. You know, and there was a troll that lived under the bridge. And the goats wanted to cross it, and the the troll would. And then now make you've them got pay. mummy troll in front of you. And I got mummy <laughs> troll, so. And mummies, everybody knows what mummies are, but I don't of think course, it's quite the same. It's not. It's not mummy like the mummy mummy.
1: No, it's like mummy mummy. It's like Egyptian mummies. Yeah, well, see, yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah, it, it is, is the same Egyptian thing. Mummies, okay, it's like a kind of symbol of uh, you know eternal life, even you know eternal life <laughs> <laughs> wrapped up in the, you know. sort of, <laughs> sort of spooky, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, a little so bit. I, I don't know how I came up with that name, but I guess because I was a teenager at that time and. Uh, uh people in Russia in late 80s they were I I mean underground rock and rollers whatever they were obsessed with uh, taking names from, from some fairy tales I guess uh-huh. they took it from whatever Marie Leon and all that kind of idea so uh, they took it from from you know local Russian fairy tales and uh, and I uh, I came up with this Swedish uh, Finnish Swedish uh, kids uh, stories about Moomins Moomin the trolls So uh, So I changed The letters Into mummy troll and Just slightly to show it. that You know To get a, You know A bit scary uh, Appearance I don't know so okay. I thought about Halloween
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably at that time Without even knowing What, what This is all about So there's a, just a lot That we could talk about here I mean this is really interesting You're our first guest From Russia On the show And I just, you know, it's just such a different place to be from, yeah. you know. And yet we're all people. There's That's the thing about it. We're all people. So what was it like growing up in Russia? You know, I mean, just, you know, not as best you can. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, as I said, uh, I grew up in Vladivostok, which was a strange place. Even these days it's a bit strange place. But at that time it was the um, biggest uh, Russian Navy base. Mm-hmm. So it was closed even for russian you know people to come you can't really get into town without sort of special visa right like even you're russian right so uh, it was like really hard to get in place but at the same time it's the biggest russian port in pacific okay. so um we had all those you know ships and sailors who would come from japan and singapore and whatever not china that time <laughs> and uh, some of them would bring. Um, music with them like on cassette tapes right. on vinyls and uh, and i guess this is where i started to get obsessed with that you know friends of my parents they would you know bring some music and uh, obviously sailors didn't follow the top charts uh, you know something they would buy records for the sake of like album covers <laughs> or maybe it was on sale so uh, right. at the same time i would be exposed to bands like you know, Genesis or A C D C the same as like Duran Duran and right, you know, Kaja Goo <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the bass player in Kaja Goo is a bad mother. <laughs> That's a bad <laughs> name. That dude is good, man. I, I can't but, remember, but I dude. didn't give a damn about the
1: bass, you know, bass player. I, I like the hairstyle. <laughs> 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 you like the hairstyle, right? Lamal, yeah, 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 Le yeah. Flock yeah. <laughs> of Seagulls actually was a you know, big influence for me, too.
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> those guys freaked me out, you know. I mean, you know, the band, you know, I'm in mean the Meat Puppets, right? And uh, let's see, we started like in late 79, early 1980. You know, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard
1: it, uh, about you till like 90s, yeah, I guess. So when I when I was a student in China. When I, you were yeah, a yeah, in China? Yeah, I went on a uh, student exchange to study um, Mandarin and the Chinese economy. Uh, now, how did yeah. <laughs> you get into that? So,
2: you're growing up in Russia, and let's see, how old are you? Can I ask you that?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm 47. So, you're 47.
2: Say, yeah, yeah. So, do you remember of when. Course. Basically, the Soviet Union... Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I remember it really well, and I uh, have no regrets. It's finally finished. <laughs> really? But to be honest with you, uh, at that time, when we were, like, teenagers, we would never, ever have even, like, distant fantasies that Soviet Union would collapse one day. Because, oh, really?
2: Yeah, you've been, you know... And did it affect you? Did affect that the fact that it was the Soviet Union? I mean, you're saying it was hard to get into Vladiv- Vladivostok... I, I guess it's a so
1: fact because you, you, you were totally um, uh, kind of disconnected from you know outside world, even wh- whatever the sort of cultural some tendencies, so like underground uh, pop culture in Moscow and St. Petersburg, we didn't really had uh, an access to that, so we could only have some rumors and stuff, but we have not met those people in person. Right. So uh, that was really close group of friends you know, on a local scene and you know like who came up i came up with the idea oh let's get a let's form a rock band and what is rock band no one really you know had any clue about what's that so uh, you know we had some pictures in japanese magazines <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know of, of all those you know Big hair guys uh, with some, you know, strange well, you said, bands names, but we couldn't even read, you know, wh- wh- right. wh- What it's, <laughs> it's all <in> about. It's <laughs> <right? laughs> you know, even to follow some some, you know, path. You, you can't really.
2: <laughs> was the, were the were the authorities? Was there actually like you know, were you threatened and not threatened? But I mean, uh, were you kept in line? You, you know, know what, what
1: I mean? the situation was. Uh, I, I mean. Technically speaking, rock and roll wasn't really banned in Russia. So, uh-huh. so there was no law that, you know, rock music is banned. No, but uh, it obviously wasn't encouraged, you know, all right. those sort of amateur music scene, you know, the government kind of didn't notice you at all. So because to get a proper gig or, you know, to get a concert in a club, you should be licensed musicians. So you can't be licensed without... Uh, you know, entering some special, you know, institution or whatever. So in other words, you have to go to music college to get your license. Then when you get your license, it's like getting a driving license. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So, uh, So it's, illegal to drive without license. So it's the same. It's kind of, it was sort of illegal to play music without license to sell tickets. To sell so, tickets. So in other words, you probably can do it for your friends, right. you know, in, at, at your, some home base or garage or whatever,
2: picnic, but... I mean, you started your first band, I think, Bunny P., Yeah, bunny. Yeah, (laughs) and you were eleven when you started that. Is that right?
1: Even yeah, before before I uh, was officially teenage. I guess I even was younger. As I said, I didn't really know how I came up with this idea, but but, I mean to form a rock band. But I I still remember there was a couple of books in uh, Russian, Soviet propaganda style, like uh, the devil in bourgeois, uh, you know, mass culture, blah, blah, blah. But uh, apparently reading those books, you can learn a bit about, you know, Western films, music. So this is, you know, where I saw a picture of Elvis Presley. And obviously my parents had, you know, cassette tapes with, you know, Elvis's and Beatles songs and Deep Purple even.
2: (laughs) Oh, right on. (laughs) So uh, that's an interesting, uh, how about this, like, going to school like when you were you know going to school and stuff what was the Russian take you know uh, on America I mean what did like what were you taught what would what were, you, what, what were your impressions of this place you know what were their what did they the only
1: impressions we had about always you know Uncle Sam wearing you know this funny, uh, hat, His funny hat and right. uh, half Couple of uh, nuclear bombs in his hand, coming to get you. So you were like, okay, Uncle Sam is not a good guy, really. And, and <laughs> then you had some uh, uh, fat gentleman, supposedly British, you know. For some reason, they always uh, draw, you know, British imperialism as a fat gentleman wearing uh, a black suit. <laughs> <laughs> so. And those, you know, Western imperialists trying, you know, to conquer Russia. But, you know, a friend of mine, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he gave me as a present those Newsweek uh, edition uh, dated like 1977. And uh, if you look at those slogans over there, it's, it's literally the same, like, what's going on now, like, is, you know, the the... Uh, fred coming from china or russia right <laughs> so what shall we do with you know this or that so so i guess the politics doesn't really change through through the years and the same as people doesn't really uh, you know change through the years so we all you know when we meet each other we feel we are like normal person, we we can talk music and cartoons and <laughs> you know, books and, you know, sunsets and you know And, and there is that and,
2: and and yet we live under these different like s- systems, you know, that you know that have gone so far as to name themselves countries. You know, how mm-hmm. countries have their own name, you know, and and, and I don't know, Russia's in such an old place in a lot of ways you know much it is
1: and it's a huge place and yeah. as I said lots of people from Russian Far East never been to you know west side of Russia and right. uh, especially these days logistics in country and you know, quite expensive even for us to go on tour you know from from one standpoint you can do I don't know dozens you know markets in the whole country but you can't really drive between cities so you have to fly Fly all all the the time and you know flying is expensive so um, so um, it's strange sometimes people you know get easier access to places like China or Thailand (laughs) for their holiday right
2: purposes then as a kid I went to Europe the first time I went to Europe I'm 55, right? mm-hmm. So the first time I went to Europe uh, was in 75. Uh-huh. And I went with uh, some of my teachers from the, from the high school that I was going to, and it was a Jesuit high school. It was mm-hmm. a Jesuit college prep that I was going to, Brophy College Prep in Phoenix. And they featured this summer tour of Europe, right? And it was ostensibly a tour of the humanities, right? So we we're going to be like you know, looking at art and this kind of stuff. And we went to Berlin mm-hmm. at the time, right? And Berlin was, you know, in the middle of Germany there. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. to get to it we actually had to transit through, you know Eastern Germany. Through Eastern Germany. Yeah. And also we we went through uh we stopped in Prague, right? And I remember like going in you know, going across the border in seventy five, it was thirty years since the end of the war, since the end of World War Two and there were these banners up right and uh they were russian banners you know uh-huh, uh-huh and and they said uh something along the lines of you know it's 30 years since the people you know crushed fascism stopped uh-huh. fascism right and i you know and it was like wow that, you know i mean it was definitely interesting but we we're but then i noticed okay those are Russian soldiers like in, in Czechoslovakia, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. there were like Russian soldiers in, in town and stuff like, you know, and then getting into Berlin was strange. And then I actually got to go across checkpoint Charlie, right. Mm -hmm. Which was you know, the dividing point between East Mm -hmm, and West Berlin. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we went from West Berlin into East Berlin. And one of the things I remember is that the, the priests told us, uh, you know don't call us father you know how jesuits you know you mm-hmm. call them father or this and that mm-hmm. and they said okay we're mr now you know and it had to do with like you know the <laughs> you know the 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 way that the apparently the authorities would you know consider them you know but it was a it was a real eye opener and and just the way that like uh you know we were allies in the war right russia and america and then you know afterwards we stop being allies, and the whole Cold War thing happens. Yeah, it's like, know? do we need another war to, you know. <laughs> to become an
1: allies? It, it's funny because I just been, uh, yeah, have a break from you know European tour, and we literally just played Prague and uh, Berlin as uh-huh. well, and uh, and it's so funny. Like, like, listening to you, you would think it would never it's a different places because now you come to berlin you know it's a hip place lots of young people you know music everywhere i don't know people smoking pot on the streets <laughs> <laughs> you know some crazy rave scene and you know club scene i don't know music the same is prague like lots of people from all over the world you know enjoying you know strolling in the city lots of things to do uh, in town and uh, I remember my first impression? I went into a club and I was like, "What's that guy smoking uh, behind the bar, standing?" They said, "Yeah, it's allowed here." And I'm like, "Coming from Los Angeles, <laughs> <I was laughs> this, oh, it's still allowed somewhere in the world right. to smoke in a venue."
2: <laughs> 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 so, what do you think? What do you think of communism? <laughs> I mean, do you think? It, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty big question. I know, yeah, big question. But
1: actually. I mean, it's you know, uh, my honest opinion. I'm 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 totally happy that you know my life in the Soviet Union actually is over, and the Soviet Union is over too. There could be, a, you know, different uh, ideas. You know, people had some nostalgic feelings, and you know. Um, um, uh, some memories about the things which actually never, ever happened, you know, because I guess people tend to remember good things, right. but not, not not the real, you know, the realities of uh, of lies. And realities was, as I said, if, if, you know, 15 years ago I would meet you and you would tell me, oh, in 15 years time, your band, you know, would travel the world and, you know, you would... Have different experiences, see different countries, and uh, apparently not as a allowed tourist, but as a as a sort of ambassador of music. Right. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say, oh, come on, just shut up!" You know, I would never believe it because it will never ever happen. So uh, it would never ever happen to me. It would never happen to any, you know, of my friends. But apparently, you know, you would never know. Na- and I'm happy that. Uh, at some point you know those big changes really happened you know within my you know life years but
2: why do you think they happened? why do you think what why do you think that that the soviet uh, you union you know you
1: know they said that um, some chinese philosophers said that you're doomed if you live in a time of changes
2: <laughs> you're doomed if you live in a
1: time of changes yeah yeah, yeah but um, i'm pretty you know i think i'm I'm happy to see you know it, it's like really lead different lives in in, 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 in you know, whatever been under Soviet rule, and then suddenly you have this big breath of freedom. And it, it was literally like, you do whatever you want to do. Right. And it's like, you go your own way. You know, no one will decide for you what you'd like to do. No one will advise, actually. No one will help. So, yeah, that's the truth. So no one really, you couldn't really... Uh, uh expect any help either from government institutions or you know your relatives or something it's just you go your own way and uh i guess this is what um made uh lots of people angry afterwards because you know not not many people been been ready in 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 russia to make their own choices you know their own decisions which is sad as well but
2: uh do you think that's do you think that that's like what maybe brought it about i mean is there something in the human spirit you know i mean to take it out beyond you know into like a like what is it about people i mean communism the way i see it right from you know i mean i grew up in america you know and communism it seems like a, a good idea in terms of like uh you know, in, ter- in terms of good
1: idea, but in fact, you know... Fact, yeah, no, but in reality... The, yeah, in reality, you know, even now, who was all those, you know, party bosses? You, you would never really, you know, saw those people, you know. That's they, the one they, thing. They had their own life, their own, you know... Uh, <laughs> you know, areas where they would live. Didn't they have uh, their own, like, did not did they have their own
2: lanes on the roads? Yeah, lanes, even their own shops. And, you know, and right. You know, so and everybody's everything. equal, but some it people could, are more equal. Yeah,
1: a, they've been equal in their own,
2: you know, community. <laughs> so, I, you know, it is, is, it's almost like, um, I mean, does, you can't make people be equal to each other in a way. I mean, is it, do you think that that's just, I mean, is it the human spirit? You know, some, you know. Like, like you want to care for each other, you know. You, you yeah. can't just. Yeah, yeah, you want to care. The other extreme yeah, yeah, is yeah, like, but, but it looks like them. the
1: more you care, you know, about some people, then you, they're never grateful to you for this. And uh, I don't know, but I guess we're all the same, but we're all different.
2: You know, because like, uh, like when I was a kid, you know, going to the to the Berlin Wall, mm-hmm. right? You know, on one side they said that the wall was to keep out the Western influence, right? Mm-hmm. But on the other side. It seemed like, you know, the idea was to keep people from escaping. No, it's all about power. projects, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, people who came to power, you know, they, they kind of rule in the game and they know better than you do what to do. And, you know, sometimes you think, okay, why they really know what to do better than me right. <laughs> knows what to do. But then you kind of come into certain uh point where you're like okay i'll just know what i'm gonna do in this situation right. and just don't and rock you th- and
2: do you think rock and roll played a part in that And like it's a, you it,
1: know? I, I guess it's part of escape plan uh I never thought about rock and roll as like really you know your uh vanguard of some movement i don't know why just uh, i guess because i've never been uh i've never been uh influence Uh, i can't remember any songs like you know so called rock and roll protest songs i've never remembered any song which i was like really hit that uh that was a particular you know protest song so i also thought about rock music as a you know field for experiments for like you know art statements uh entertainment in a good way so i guess this is what I try to do with my stuff and uh, uh, establishing a band. <laughs> I, I guess I I I, uh, I didn't came from a musician's standpoint of view. Mm? I came from a music lover standpoint. Right. So uh, I just tried to find my uh, my ideal sound, yeah, like my ideal band, where like sound and songs and look. And live shows would, would be, a, you know, perfect in a sense as a music lover for me. Right. So if you can't find the band which will, which will satisfy, you know, all your expectations, then you probably have to do it yourself. And then you do it yourself. <laughs> and you did. So, so, yeah, and I did. And, uh, and literally, you know, when we started, you know, in 80s, and I've never, ever heard any... Um, You know good words from people who said oh you guys you know you're too you're too out of mainstream you you know you're too far from you know experimental stuff you're not really a good musicians. blah 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 so you would probably never made it you know professionally (laughs) like as a career and uh, at some point you know i just did what i did and uh, you know we realized that i guess it, it was late 90s when one of our first album like really really uh made it in russia and s- i guess it was combination of luck and hard work and uh, and actual you know historical times in russia because Aye. you know me like late 90s was you know when you know things started to change in russia mm-hmm. and uh people think about like new horizons freedom that you know we all do it you know, different way. Finally, right. you know, we can say you know goodbye to old you know Soviet style thing. And you know, in a know, weird way, did it help you that
0: originally there what you didn't have the opportunity to so, make it? I guess
1: because you know there was like big underground scene in eighties in in Soviet Union, and some of the you know bands and guys still doing great. I mean, those ones who survived. But I've never ever been kind of you know political protest ish enough to to be considered as like real real underground so so there was only time when you know people start to think you know people start to choose music they really like apparently and they just realized oh you know all this kind of soviet pop scene it's not really the way you know we trying you know to t- entertain ourselves and suddenly there was movie troll and uh, suddenly it was a bit of western influences and there was like lyrics which which i'm writing it's a bit too abstract but with certain very understandable me- meanings for me so people start to to consider it as a you know sort of riddle and uh, kind of like music maze, and uh, and uh, I guess that, that was an answer why why uh, we had such a you know huge following in in the late '90s, and since then you know lots of our you know fans they are happy to 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 see where we're really going, like changing music styles, you know experimenting with sounds, you know going on some crazy trips like. You know, they say, "Why the hell you would do this?" You know, fifty live dates in the United States. No one knows you there. Like, why don't you, you know, do arenas on a on a, uh, you know, in your homeland? And I was like, you know, there is certain experience, you know, to come to a place like Pontiac, you know? <laughs> totally, <laughs> and play like in a in a club, you know, for like ten people, and half of them literally came to see you out of curiosity because they're like Dinosaur Jr. fans who play in the room, you know, next <laughs> to this. Right. And and there was like hip-hop party going in the next room and, you know, a few guys would come. Shit, we never seen like Russian people here. <laughs> right. So we just, you know, we're just checking out. And, you know, that kind of experience when you... And you you, you are lucky to have that crowd of 10 people and right. and, and you even more happy than when they stay till the end and when they enjoy the show and uh so so basically they get music and it's 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 all about you know human relationship way and, and it's it's like you know internet is great you know we live now in a digital age we yes. know you know we know much better what is communism you know what is you name it, and you know, how the life in Russia or Germany mm. or uh, Algier or Syria or whatever. Mm. Uh, I mean, we have all, all information in the world, you know, right now. But how to digest it properly, you know, so we, don't, we don't really know. And uh, there is only certain moments of, of, of uh, human interactions, which I, I, I really believe so. So when, you know, people like us sitting in the same room and uh, oh, su- cool. suddenly, I don't know, talk I about I music. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's Where the hell I, I know the band Meet Puppies and I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just rock and roll. I yeah, mean, you know, it's, it's rock and roll. But, but yeah, I, 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 I will tell you probably the funny thing you would know because I, I learned about all this... Uh, okay I call it, still call it grunge scene in China, apparently. Uh wow. when I was a student in China we had all those students like from uh state Great Britain and they would go on holidays and you know bring some music with them and then I was sort of you know DJ in our dormitory and I would you know play you know different people you know tapes like Japanese music in you know, America and this is where we um, apparently had some compilation tapes. It was like Meat puppies and you know, and happy Mondays and you know, sort of you know, different genres of music, different types of music. But you know, it, it's like people's different tastes. But you know, for one night, like everyone enjoying you know, in some exotic place, like. Dalian China, <laughs> right.
2: which isn't exotic to them. Yeah, they live there, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, but which, compared to you know, where we are,
1: Russian guy would play them, you know,
2: American music, you know. <laughs> right in how China. How weird is that? Actually, <laughs> yeah. it's a very it's a global thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I think there's something about your story that just reminds me of like uh, how rock and roll started here, you know, uh, in the states. Um, it came out in in a, in, a, in a similar kind of a way, like you're talking about how you just got to this level of expression, like the way Elvis happened, you know? I mean, after the war, you know, the, uh, the in the mm-hmm. States here, things got... I mean, we were doing well, right? The country mm-hmm. was doing well, and a lot of innovations happened in the war and whatnot, but then it got kind of so... Stayed, TV started to happen, mm-hmm. you know? and uh, And out of that sprang Elvis, you know? And in the same way... And that, that that spawned, you know, rock and roll started, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, the Beatles, right, so who are doing rock and roll, and then they take it out into an art form, like you're talking about bringing in different sounds, different ideas, and this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not so specifically about, like, uh, you know, protest songs. You know, they're not specifically protesting anything, but they're just expressing themselves in it, in, in a way, you know, in a very human way, you know. And Exactly, and, and just trying, you know, to to, to
1: you know, see some other people ideas and combine them together and uh, i'm doing this festival right now in uh, vladivostok uh like for three years now Mm -hmm. and we get in bands from i I call it like pacific rim countries but literally bands uh from korea and uh, china japan mongolia states australia you know vietnam and uh you know, at one place you have you know rappers from Vietnam, which is actually really great. And you know, and uh, and then you have like psychedelic, you know, your Led Zeppelin sort of version, uh, or if, if they've been born in Mongolian des- desert. And uh, you know, <laughs> it's the, <so> those <laughs> all those bands they they kind of they have their own vision, you know, of uh, of pop music. And I, I'm pretty sure they've have not you know come to one place you know to uh in terms of ticket sales or stuff because it's free event and and uh, and um my like big goal is is really introduce people who live like in far eastern russia mm-hmm. which kind of part of of this part of the world really uh, you know pacific Rim we call it but they don't really interact too much right. you know with current scenes so so uh, we sort of know things from you know your social media but uh, where the chance that you know with social media uh, social media icons you would ever met them in real life it's it's like it's like uh you know michael jackson but you know He was, you know, a big thing, but he never made it to to Vladivostok, apparently. (laughs) Neither did did Elvis. And neither neither did Elvis. So (laughs) what I'm trying to say to local people, okay, you know, we have to think about that. So uh, we have to look around. And it's better, you know, we don't really need all those big names. The the era of uh, big icons and stuff is over. You know, no one really needs know Rihanna here because you've got like lots of Rihannas, you know around you right <laughs> and uh, and it's much easier you know to to get those people who like really want to uh uh you know interact and entertain you for the sake of you know human relationship and they're re- willing to do so and right. they're ready to come and uh, we're all having fun together and i guess that's a true uh, true festival idea kind oh, of you yeah. know grassroots oh. things. That's so amazing. B- man. B- because we we kind of swamped at all those uh examples of like Coachella, Glastonbury, mm-hmm. you know, oh those guys selling, you know, hundred thousand tickets, blah blah right. blah, blah, a weekend. But it's, it's 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 it became not about music <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in, in a way. So so right. it's like, you know. Uh, you go into all those festivals like for for weekend, you know, get drunk, and then you have like what, thousand artists (laughs) (laughs) all around, you know, how it's impossible to to, to see them all, and uh, I still believe in sort of you know, your ideas of local communities when people can, you know, mix and meet each other at the same time, but you know, I brought you some music if we, you know, if you have some time you can play it. And, oh, if and it's uh, okay with yeah. you, we'll play yeah, it on yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll play we'll, some we'll of the ones. It. We'll yeah, have yeah. you pick out the pieces that you want yeah, us to yeah, play, yeah. and we'll play them on the show.
2: <laughs> I mean, because I love that, you know, I love that. There's a cool. a friend of mine, there's a band called the um, the Sun City Girls, these guys from Phoenix, you mm-hmm. know, where mm-hmm. I'm from. And uh, one of the guys, Alan, is, uh, Alan Bishop, has a little record label, or he has a record label, not little whatever, he's got a record label, and he, and he, he he's does stuff that, he goes and finds things that most people aren't exposed to here in the mm-hmm. States, definitely, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, and some old stuff like Khmer Rouge pop, mm-hmm. like oh, Khmer yeah, yeah, pop, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and these things where you're just like, wow, you know? And it's one of the things that I've always really loved about music. It's one of the, something that I can always go back to in terms of music, right? Because you have like popular music that happens and, you know, the, the current times and that kind of things. But I really love indigenous musics. I love mm-hmm. musics that spring out of the earth, right that spring out of the region that people happen to be find themselves in you know in the same way that like uh like foods are influenced by like what grows in that in that yeah, you, know, are, right? you know where they are right you know this you know <laughs> so and and and, and and then but then you bring potato from State. <laughs> but then you bring the potatoes <laughs> over. And the next, you know, you know. But then and, as a Columbus, you know, and brought you know potato it, it from States it, it became, like, did, main... Didn't Columbus uh, discover the hamburger, I believe? You know, wasn't you know? <laughs> it? Did,
1: didn't Columbus
0: discover <laughs> the <laughs> It was potato from America.
1: Uh, <laughs> and now, you know, potato, the main food in Germany and Russia. Oh. <laughs> and that, that's, you know, because the potato, I believe, is
2: I believe it's a new world tuber. I believe the potato is ultimately a South American into, you know, uh, discovery. Yeah. Wow. You know, there's like. buckwheat for
1: instance. Buckwheat, which which is uh, one <laughs> of the main uh, diet in. What is it? Uh, buckwheat. Oh, buckwheat. Yeah, buckwheat. Well, well, as I remember, as a kid, you asked about uh, Soviet Union. Uh-huh. You know, there was kind of shortage of food, but buckwheat was always there. Now you go, you know, to Whole Foods store and buckwheat, why don't healthy, you know, item on you <laughs> know, and
0: you know, the main thing. <laughs> you la- you have to pay a lax- lot for Luxury more like healthy food. <laughs> <than> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the main yeah, thing. You know, if you ask an American,
2: <laughs> if you ask an American about buckwheat, the the, 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 the main thing they're going to think about is buckwheat. They're going to think about Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy <laughs> playing <laughs> buckwheat <laughs> on, <laughs> on Saturday Night Live, right? And, and buckwheat was a character on a show from the what was when was our gang 20s God, 30s you know, you know mm-hmm. from from a t te- from a uh ser- 20s show 30s our gang you know and he was uh, a <laughs> he was uh, a uh, african-american kid it was a little kid yeah. you know and, and a very kind of a stereotyped little kid and there was a uh, uh, spanky and alfalfa and it was a, a you know and a very and, and robert thing, you know. blake was one of them and robert blake was one of them <laughs> yeah and you're right he was and uh you know, I don't know if people actually eat buckwheat here anymore or not, but uh, but I mean, I, I you know, well, apparently at
0: Whole Foods, it's <laughs> at Whole Foods, you know, you're just I, like at not least going whole, to whole Foods. Well, you know,
2: I have Whole Foods flat of Ostock at least. Yeah. You know, so. But I, I don't know, music's a, music's a strange thing. So, so uh, what what about like uh, let's see? So you're like a like a style maven. I mean, you know, in, in let's talk about this. I, you, you were in GQ's. Man of the Year Oh yeah Can we talk uh, about that? I mean is that I mean I I guess you can But who cares It's cool I do (laughs) I do We haven't been in GQ I (laughs) want to be GQ's Man of the Year (laughs) I'm just trying to Cop a few style tips off You know know, know, Look at me Look at me This is getting Kind of tough to be me Uh, yeah. Was that like a Russian GQ or is it just? Yeah, I guess um, you, know?
1: you know. At some point, all those uh, glossy media been introduced to Russia and right. came. You know, people kind of followed that. And right. But that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I guess not anymore. Now it's all about you know Twittering, Snapchatting. Well, see, <laughs> yeah. I think no, I think whatever. I think that you're what, what they have now: uh, Instagramming and. Uh, I and think do like you, do you have an Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. We, we have like official accounts and you know all those you know. See, medias, I think, like here, here's, a, here's an observation,
2: I think that maybe you're, not reticence, but I mean, you're not like bragging on it or anything, but I think it's, it's it, but you are like somebody that actually like, you know, broke down walls, or, or, or re, you know, kind of sh- showed people away, you know? No, kinda, no, no, no. But, but I think that really, being... Y- yeah, even, but, you know, I tried to that, broke something, I would try, but you weren't try doing to it, keep it to myself. You were trying to keep it to yourself, <laughs> but that's the kind of people that do that, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not like out there you know, that's who somebody that can actually do it because it came from within you, you know, and you just happen to be that person, you know. You know it's what I
1: mean? It's like uh, we, we spoke to Bill uh, before coming in here, and it was like, how was on tour? And I said, you know, touring became a different thing, you know, this, you know, after millennium, you know, because before you go on tour, you do craziest things, you know, in each city and, you know, whatever happened, in Vladivostok, you know, stays in Vladivostok. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> and then suddenly, you know, right now, you know, you just, you know, you get from the plane and, you know, snapshot of this, snapshot of that, and the whole world knows, you know, where you stand, <laughs> what you eat, you know. Who was saying hi to you? And Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, what do you
2: think about that? I mean, what do you think about, uh, you know, the, the way things are I mean, going? I guess we're getting, like,
1: overexposed, uh, you know? Uh, are to we getting world?
2: overexposed? Do you think it's, like, I mean, it's a small planet ultimately, right? And if you believe the scientists, you know, we're affecting the place in a way that's potentially adverse to the species, right? To the us as a thing, mm-hmm. right? With like but that's why I change. still
1: think, you know, one of the greatest bands of is Kiss. Uh-oh. <laughs> call Shandon. Call Shandon. Call Shandon. Their drummer is Kiss. Call Shandon. Like- Shannon,
2: you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that was like, you know, every time I, you know... <laughs> I think you know that's the coolest idea. You know, you just do the makeup, and you know, and then okay. <laughs> I gotta tell one quick kiss story. No
0: god. Okay. No, no. It's it's. Go ahead. I used, Go ahead. I, I used to manage a, a coffee shop over here in in yeah, the yeah. middle of Hollywood mm-hmm. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the not Gene Simmons? What's the other one? Paul Stanley. Stanley Paul Stanley. He used to come in every day for a blended mocha dressed, you know, normal, <laughs> yeah, normal. Right? Yeah. And, and like, it's like who He man? was like one of our regular customers, right?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you doing there? I'm doing the Paul Stanley. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, the Paul yeah. Stanley. That's Paul anyway, Stanley
0: theme. <laughs> so, there were rumors that Kiss was getting back together, right? <laughs> and there was a little play there was a studio nearby mm-hmm. where people recorded. And there was like rumors that they're they're practicing over at Cole Studios, which was by the Coffee Bean. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why, but you know, people come in the coffee shop, and for some reason, it was a big deal that Kiss was getting back together. Paul walks in one day and goes. I'd like four blended mochas. And everybody in the shop goes, they're back together. Four blended mochas. Oh, my goodness. And then for, like, the next two weeks, he came in. Not one blended mocha, four blended mochas. And then the announcement came. But we knew early because he was ordering four
2: blended mochas. Our drummer, you know, me Puppets, uh, our original drummer, Derek, doesn't uh, play with us anymore, yeah. you know. I mean, we started a long time ago, '79. Weep mm-hmm, up started mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, and we went for a long time, and then, and then our drummer didn't want to do it anymore, you know, and things went through this and that. Now our drummer is Shannon Som. His dad uh-huh. is Doug Som of the Sir Douglas Quintet uh-huh. and of the Texas Tornadoes. You know, he's a musician of note. He had some hits in the '60s, mm-hmm, and he went mm-hmm. on to, to just pioneer like a, the conjunto sound. You know, he had a. The Texas Tornadoes had Freddie Fender in them mm-hmm. and Flaco uh. Jimenez and Augie Myers from the Sir Douglas Quintana on keyboards, you know, and they just, they, they broke all sorts of ground, you know, and, and the guy is a hell of a musician. He's, Doug's gone now and he's been gone for a while, you know, but, uh, you know, just, he's an uh, a Austin and a Texas icon in a lot I of see, ways, you I know, see. and it's just a hell of a musician, mm-hmm. just an, an incredible musician, right? So he has this, he has some kids and uh, his last son was Shandon, right? Who is now our drummer? And Shannon took a slightly different direction, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, got into like metal, uh-huh. right? You know, and his dad's not metal. I mean, he's a long yeah. ways from it. But Shannon way got into metal, you know, and he uh, actually got signed to geffen when he was like mm-hmm. shannon was like 20 21 when they got signed to geffen in a band called pariah you know <laughs> pariah. pariah you know pariah. you're talking like leader hose it's, it's not like
0: it. napalm death exactly yeah. this
2: is leader hosen rock <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay you know and and they were all young really handsome dudes right with the big big ass poofy hair you know and mm. dear god i mean shannon and kiss are are one and the same i mean he the guy is just you know he it's his whole thing you know and and uh And that's all. I mean, he just, you know, to the degree that, you know, we were just out on tour. Meat just finished uh, a series of tours, the Soul Asylum, another, you know, Mm -hmm. venerable old, you know, American rock band. And I think Shannon must have brought this thing out. I don't think Dave brought it out. Perner. I don't think Dave Mm -hmm. Perner brought this thing out. But I think Shannon brought it out. It was a kiss question and answer game right <laughs> like a kiss trivia game right <laughs> suddenly that's backstage right and it's like okay you know where'd that come from because i think dave maybe likes kiss somewhat you know mm-hmm. so you know just one night uh, barely right I, right I, I, uh, shannon's like do, do, do. i'm like all right and i pull a card out and i ask him you know you know what you know I, these obscure questions about kiss and fucking hey, if shannon couldn't answer the fucking things you know what i mean he, he knew it <laughs> inside out and uh you know and but i'm i'm from the generation i'm a little older than shannon and i remember when kiss came about and and, you know, I, don't, I just don't think I'm cool enough I think that's why... <laughs> You're not cool enough to, no, like, kiss No, that's why I think I got You know, that's why punk rock appealed to me You know what I mean? <laughs> punk rock was, like, the realm of, like, you know Hey, you know, I, I have bad eyesight You know, I wear glasses You know what I mean? Who are you? I'm the professor There's, there's, you know, there's the bat guy You know, the monster or whatever You know, the god of Thundar And I'm the professor, you know I'm spaz
0: I, I, I think every generation needs their kiss <laughs> it, I I just saw a band at uh, a festival where these guys were dressed in these like uh, gorilla suits. Oh they were called uh pe- People Mover. People Mover. People mover. <laughs> and they were they were dressed it was uh, they weren't exactly gorilla suits. They seemed to be like Bigfoot suits. Yeah, different colors, oh,
1: yeah, but what I'm saying is still actually you know probably it's the best approach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 like You know, 100% like perfect branding, you know, the stories behind it. Oh, yeah, totally. Starman, you know. I mean, uh, it's
2: entertainment. I take it a step further. I like to get back to like what the Romans had going on, you know. I like the idea of actually feeding people to wild animals, which (laughs) which leads me into you are a supporter of tiger rights, right? (laughs) Yeah, and leopards apparently, yeah
1: and uh just because i'm oh, originally that's beautiful fra- yeah, he, he
2: said leopards that's beautiful leopards, yeah. <laughs> that's like leotards <laughs> but with a part <laughs> leopard and leotard and leotard <laughs> god damn it we got a new band going on here <laughs> <laughs> leopard leotard <laughs>
1: But um, yeah, because I'm originally from Vladivostok, and Vladivostok is the area which is natural habitat for Siberian oh, tigers, really? yeah, wow. and oh, Amur uh, so leopards. Apparently, where they, you know, the only place where they live on Earth. And wow. uh, the main difference between Siberian tiger to you know whatever other tiger, it lives in snow. Yeah, you know it could leave the snow. It's it can handle that, right? You know, like you know, proper Russian. <laughs> no, are they are <laughs> they are they endangered? Like are they endangered? Yeah, aren't uh, all uh, tigers uh, endangered yeah, yeah, as yeah, yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, horribly, all of them endangered. But yeah, lots of work actually happened, and uh, in the, including Russia a lot. And finally, you know, government, you know, have you know serious programs about that. So uh, for. Because when Soviet Union collapsed, obviously, you know, no one really, you know, thought about, you know, wild nature and the Chinese across the border. And, you know, Chinese, you know, tiger trade, you know, because they're using it for um, Chinese Boners. medicine. Yeah, you know, whatever, some witchcraft. <laughs> Boners. Witchcraft. <laughs> Boners. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Apparently, no? yeah. there was like <laughs> lots of
2: poaching and you know sad stories. But you know, so it's, uh, things getting better. Do I you guess. have uh, a a tiger site that you would like to mention or anything that would, you could direct people to help you out in keeping tigers on the planet? Like, uh, Can you mention something? That's you another
1: to? thing. You know, once you kind of get involved in certain you know charities, you just realize there are too many people you know doing it like for you know for businesses. Sure, <laughs> you know, like lots of. Probably, I don't know, hundreds of non-profits in the United States. You know? Oh, definitely. Let's save the tigers. And, you know, yeah. some of those people, you know, I don't really trust. So I right. just, you know, follow, you know, with some legit uh, legit uh, official website. I don't know, London oh, sorry, uh, LA Zoo, for instance, doing uh, some right. Smithsonian. Does a great programs. Usually, you know, whatever uh, organizations which under uh, World Bank wing they kind of you know legit
2: okay stuff, so, you know, so so do you think humankind stands a chance let's get let's let's go big yeah, picture let's here go, like, big, let's go big, big picture <laughs> <laughs> i mean do you think what wh- what's the point wh- what are we doing here
1: I Different. mean, you yeah, grew w- up in a uh, yeah. Know. Waiting yeah. when we uh, all get into a place in the shuttle and go on Mars. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You
2: gotta have the right right tennis
1: shoes and fill your pockets full of change because because there's, cause there's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a snack like, machines okay. on the shuttle. We've done here. We've done here. You know, I secured you know a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I secured my business class. <laughs> to Mars. <laughs> Please first, you know, passengers. Mis- <laughs> well, <laughs> we are it's coming like to the the, the end. Huh. Twenty-two years fly to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-two <laughs> years
0: fly to Mars. Strap in. Yeah.
2: I hope you brought a lot of DVDs. But I mean, you know, but it's a legitimate question in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't know the development of, uh, you know, like my band's name, Meat Puppets. You know, I mean that that it's kind of a just a band name, you know, but it also definitely no. It's not representative band name. of like the
1: definitely like puppets. It's like puppets in the world. And yeah, it's you know, just a questioning,
2: meet, and, and there's a,
0: murder. You know? you know, there are lots of double there's this, meanings. There's <laughs> a little
2: bit of questioning there. It's just kind of like you know, just going, what the hell's going on here, you know, and why, yeah. and does any of it matter, you know? And it gets back to like the Romans being able to, you know, have. Sport out of, you know. But you see, I
1: went further because that's why we're mummy
2: trolls. Because you're mummy trolls. <laughs> mummy <laughs> trolls. We're done. <laughs> we're safe. We've made it. We made it. You know, thank, thank goodness for the mummy troll. We have our own pyramid. We have
1: our own pyramid.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're going to have to. Uh, Keep, keep on schedule. We're going to have to wrap up. But I, I would, A, first of all, uh, it's been an amazing conversation today. Is this good? Did we did good. Yeah. yeah. Did you but, enjoy yourself? We good? would love to Any have you back you? to talk <laughs> way more about music of and course, yeah, economics. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> course. Uh,
2: let's do a tour together, <laughs> let's do a band together yeah so, uh, all right i'm just blowing it out here let's start and out. welcome to Vladivostok,
1: by the way yeah you can follow uh, the website called vrocks.org. oh good dot org so uh, which uh, gives lots of information about Vrocks.org. Uh, yeah yeah and uh we're trying to do showcases in different countries you know bringing musicians from you know different countries specifically and we did last year one in l.a one at south by southwest uh-huh and probably we'll do a South by showcase this year cool and you know Russian Japanese Chinese bands all together so you did it's yeah. awesome yeah. you,
0: you at South by Southwest
1: yeah, yeah yeah we did last year and that was pretty successful you know people kind of like the new approach to you know to see the band's life so we We'll do the same. Uh, well, way to go, man.
2: That's that's cool, yeah. man. That's really, really yeah. fun. That's a really good use and, of... And, you, know, you know,
1: because it's South by, people usually do it, like, you know, countries by countries, whatever. Right, But right, uh, right. I thought it... Sometimes you think, ah, you know, I'll probably skip on Germans, you know, this year. <laughs> or, like, you well, know, I, Japanese. See, but I, I, but it, it's important to have, you know, a bit of everything in one place altogether. So. I originally
0: met Ilya at a, at a conference here, the music concert yeah. that was... Uh, what is that one that filter does? Uh, it's, uh, culture collide. Culture collide.
1: Culture culture.
0: And 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 as we're like we we, we do have to wrap up and stay on schedule, mm-hmm. as the producer. But um, one of the things that you told me at the time was about how uh, uh, you you mentioned that Pussy Riot is not that big in Russia. Uh,
1: I guess uh, totally not big. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I explain it uh, to, to to many people. You know, whatever, three years ago when the whole thing uh happened and it was a big deal because you know the, the problem with Pussy Riot among russian musicians was that pussy Riot wasn't a music band really. Right. <laughs> so uh and all those i guess trying you know struggling hard-working punk bands didn't right. really know that you know that Band like Busserat ever existed, and no, you, you get know, a lot of get they, a lot of they, mileage out of fucking. Yeah, the they museum. never really, uh, <laughs> 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 they never really published any music, and you know people didn't really, you know, sort of like their music. I mean, there was huge. Internet exposure and all this, you know, political stories, but there was no music actually connected to actually that. <laughs> <music>. yeah, <laughs> so uh, and, and there was that was a um, I guess main frustration because you know what those you know big kind of music, whatever novelty or you know, big news ca- came from Russia for mm-hmm. last ten years. There was this uh, uh girl girl band called uh, Tattoo. Uh, you know, they they won yeah, the, yeah, they yeah.
0: they were at the Olympic. Uh, th- yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Young girls, you know, mm-hmm. well, pretending to be sub, lesbians. Yeah, pretended to be lesbians and then you've got like Pussarats pretending, you know, to be whoever I was I want to be, you know, like anti Putin and you know, more political agenda than music, but you know, in the end it's only girls, yeah, like <laughs> with no songs. Right. right. <laughs> you know, so uh, But do
2: do, do people Do Russian artists, like, do they, uh, does that matter that they're like, um, I mean, they did make a big, you know, people definitely became aware of them over here and a lot of, you know, big Western artists got uh, behind them in terms of, like...
1: It was definitely, like, awareness and uh, people, uh, you know, value that fact, you know, about all this, you know, dishonesty that, you know, they actually finally been brought to
2: jail, but... but, I mean, but now we, you know, I mean, that's like back in the 70s. There was this band, right? They painted their faces up. They spit blood. They, they had to, and they were called. They were called Kiss. But they didn't have any fucking songs. You know what I mean? Oh, come on now! <laughs> minute, Black you know? Diamond is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and Roll All Nite is a great
0: song. <laughs> and All charisma right. you know my
2: favorite is charisma they so never did it live well, they never did it live oh man we got a devotee here Shannon you listening to this getting this Shannon <laughs> did they
1: you know I've never found one on the internet anyway <laughs> yeah, Gene Simmons I guess one, once did acoustic uh, cover of those oh, yeah. God. Oh. But, and he uh, broke my
2: little heart when he yeah. did it
1: <laughs> well on that note uh, it's
0: been fabulous having you here and uh thanks I'll, I'll i'll be back you'll and, be back uh, absolutely be back. and uh we're going to be playing some uh music on the way out She so you can hear the amazing sounds of moomy troll and uh thanks
1: again I speak to you soon
3: i